I like to call the workshop, I don't know if you picked up on the name, I like to call it an operator's guide your brain. So speaking in the military mindset, we got that expensive piece of equipment. You don't touch it until you read the operator's guide. Right. And we don't get one for this. That's where our workshop fits. Hey, thank you for tuning in and joining us in episode one of Project Roll Call's new Stronger Together video podcast series. In today's episode, we'll be sitting down with Rod Whitmere, founder of the National Alliance to End Veteran Suicide. Hi, how are you guys doing? My name's Ray. I am the president and co-founder of Project Roll Call. Uh, we're an organization that's trying to make a difference in the lives of our veterans, our Gold Star families, and our active duty service members. Uh, and one of the things that we're going to be doing here in 2024 is launching a new video podcast series called Stronger Together. And in this series, we are going to be uh, working with other organizations and community leaders trying to find ways that we can make things better for the people around us in their lives and uh, in their minds and in their hearts and souls. And we've uh, talked about doing this series for a couple of years and just things have gotten in the way, but it's, it's time to actually do it. But the one thing that's remained constant in that is we've always wanted to have this man here, Rod, mm -hmm. to be our first interview. And the reason for that is I've had the opportunity to talk with him a few times over the last couple of years. I've been to a couple of his events. I went to a live event that was just fantastic. Uh, we did a Zoom event that actually helped me personally uh, and emotionally in my life. And uh, so I knew that, that you are who I wanted to start this out with. So Thank I'm going to turn this over to you. Rod, you want to tell everybody who you are and who you represent? Absolutely. Thank you, Ray. Um, my name is Rod Whitmire, Army veteran, uh, 74 to 80. And I was part of the group called the Army Security Agency, or ASA, which was the MI branch. Um, so what that really turned into is my lifelong of being a geek. Um, as we've worked together, um, we founded, uh, or I should say, my organization became uh, First Off Vets Meet Vets in 2008. And that was kind of standing in gray-haired, seasoned guys like us meeting the recent vets because the VA had just announced, uh, this was 2008, September, um, that uh, eight, uh, 18 veterans per day were taking their lives. <clears throat> so that hit my heart. I mean, I, I stood up and said, not in my country. And I then looked for people that I could enroll, you know, being one person at a time. And I, but I had to have an event. It was actually in a workshop, uh, five month long, called the Self-Expression Leadership Program. And it said, you had to go build community. That word you said about you gotta do it better. Right. You know, you're better together. So it had to have leadership to ask that community not to do something, but to provide opportunities for them to be in service, That's right? So my, I went out and I said, how do I do this? So I talked to eight mayors, right? Uh, right along the White River uh, in the state of Washington is King County and Pierce County, and they weren't talking. So I invited four mayors from each side and uh, that you know was just an amazing event. And uh, so that's where it all began. And out of that, um, I kept getting asked, is this a dating club for veterans? Vets meet vets, right? And we, so I eventually said, you know what? I think you goofed up on the name. So in 2011, that's when we reincorporated as the National Alliance to End Veteran Suicide. That was my mission all along, um, but it now is in the name. And short for that is na2evs.org. 
That's so. awesome. Uh, you know, what, what you're saying there, that's really, you know, we've already noticed that ourselves. We've only been around a couple of years, but in some of the, uh, the things that we've done, we've noticed that even still today that our, our counties don't talk to each other. Uh, we had a vet reach out to us. We actually had a, a friend of a vet reach out to us. Uh, he was down in San Francisco and said that he had a veteran, a, a buddy of his battle buddy in crisis up in Seattle and asked us if we could assist with that. And we did, and we reached out to some organizations here locally that we had been working with. And what we found is because he was in King County, they couldn't do anything. So we went and got him, and we brought him to Pierce County. Good. And we plugged him into some things here, and wound up ultimately through the resources that we uh, that we found locally, got him back down to San Francisco, where he plugged in with some help that was set up for him yeah. down there. That's great. I live by an acronym, which I just heard there, which is TEAM, which stands for Together, Everyone Achieves Miracles. Right, it was that better together, that uh, camaraderie that we had in the military, for sure. Mm -hmm. Right, to be able to be there for our brothers and sisters of arms, and uh, just to be able to, you know, find out what they need. So back to the National Alliance stand, we stand in a kind of a phrase that says NA2EVS listens for and reliably delivers what our veterans need the most. I like that. I'll say that we help the VA. We've put on their eleventh for eleven years. First off, their mental health summit, but then their behavioral health summit, they, they renamed it. And uh, clearly on the clinical side of things, they'd like to prescribe something. Oh, Bob, you need this. Mary, we know what's wrong with you, right? We don't stand there. So we're not clinical. We don't make any assumptions, right? We find out. We inquire with the veteran, find out what they need, and apply that. Right? So that's a big difference. And we're not a, a veteran service organization, for those watching that really means that we don't do claims. You know, the veterans that have been injured have to go through a veteran service officer to get that claim, uh, you know, through the VA until they get compensated. Right. We don't do that. We don't compete. So in the National Alliance, we said, how do we bring them all together? So standing in, we're a veteran community org, a VCO, that says we can invite the American Legion, we can invite the VFW, and put them right next to each other with their own booths and their own tables and that kind of stuff. So right. a big difference. You know, it, it is a big difference, and it's one that a lot of people don't know, so I'm glad you shared that with us. Yes. The key word that I picked up on and what you said there is we listen to. Yes. Because how can we make a difference if we don't really listen to and understand what's being said to us? Yeah. And, and, and that's another reason that, you know, the whole TOGETHER acronym that you brought up is what I hear and what you hear, even though they may be spoken at the same time by the same person, may not be the same thing. So if we can get enough people there to hear it, we might hear what they're trying to say. Yeah, and play it back to them and test so, Fred, did I hear that you said you rent was the biggest issue? And he goes, no, no, no. It's my mother-in-law. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whether right, it's, right. you know, but, okay, well, what can we do for your mother-in-law? <laughs> right? But yeah. that, that's the key is that we want to really be with them, you know, and, and we are very busy doing, right? We are not human doings. We are human beings. And with that, our ways of being can project to people and they'll know that you love, they know that you care. That's much different than, oh, I got an answer, you need this, right? So standing back with love and compassion and all that. That's good, and, and you know, when you, you talk about the VCO, uh, when, when we went to your go-kart event, yes. you know, it wasn't just about you and your organization. You know, when we came in the doors, um, there were organizations and tables set up everywhere and there's some valuable information. I really enjoyed being able to talk with those different groups and. Right and just find out. I mean, you, you touched on a little bit of everything there. Oh, yeah. Um, so our focus areas, uh, if we go back to, I'll say the original of Vets Meet Vets, 
was community keeps you connected, right? Meaning if you're in community, you're not in that spiral, right? So that was a foundational piece. What we learned is mindset has a big impact, right? Meaning if someone's a victim mentality all the time, well, then they're going to be a victim all the time, right? So uh, we re as we brought the National Alliance into existence, we looked and said, focus areas, what would they be? So Einstein had his theory, right? We came up with the theory E, R squared, C. Education, resources, research, and community. Community's still there. We had a great foundation there. Then we said, what can we do in the education world? And that's where you got to experience the Operation Veteran Freedom Neuroscience-Based Workshop, right? right? And, and as we do the events that cause a gathering to happen, where community can be formed, we make sure that the resources are there. Right. One of the questions you had asked me earlier was about partnership. Who do we play with? And and uh, the Tacoma Dome Veteran Resource Fair for a bunch of years, right? You may have uh, bumped up to one of our partners, Nine Line Nine Veteran Services. Right. Um, they were a project of the National Alliance and Veteran Suicide. We helped give birth to them as a 501c3, right? And uh, Sean and their team is just doing extraordinary work. So that's back to the world of alliance. What can we inspire people into action? Sometimes they have just an idea. Uh, how can we help put structure around it? And then, like an eagle would, push them out of the nest. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't know that part of their story. And I'm glad you shared that because uh, they are doing great things. Amazing. You know, just the Very Veterans Fair by itself is huge. And uh, I, I had planned on attending it this year, but I was actually committed to another event. So, right. uh, but, you know, just I, I know a couple people that are over there now. Uh, and uh, in talking with them and, and their mission, it's just, it's exciting. Uh, one of these days, I hope that I can get Sean on sure, here uh, yes. and, and have him talk. I know that they're, they're opening up some new programs over there. They're in alignment with what you guys are doing uh, directly. Yep. Uh, and it'll really be cool to see that all play out because I know that, you know, I had asked you earlier today as we were setting up, are you ready to do big things in 2024? And you got me on that by saying, you know, why wait? Why wait till then? Why wait? And that's yeah, exactly. a solid point. But uh, I do want to really start bringing a lot of these organizations together and doing events to where we can bring community and not just the military community, but all right. of our communities so people can learn how to be aware and look at signs yeah. and, and be able to interpret when somebody might need help because the stigmatisms around suicide in Huge. general, we need to overcome. Yeah. And the only way we can do that is through community, community and communication. Yep, absolutely. Yep. One of the platforms that we created when COVID hit uh, you've heard me talk about race to save veteran lives. Right. So Tacoma, the birthplace of Relay for Life from the American Cancer Society. Mm -hmm. The doctor said, let's walk around the track, right. take pledges, and that went across the world. Right. So the birthplace of the veteran cause, race to save veteran lives, uh, basically says it could be a, a bicycle race, it could be a, a motorcycle, it could be a go-kart that you got to be part of. Um, you know, anything that causes people to be in motion also creates good brain chemistry, right? right? So we just did uh, something on October 1st called Mother Rucker. Mm -hmm. So it was a, a ruck march, right? You know, which gets people with a backpack, right? Right. right. Totally changes the dynamics of aerobic workout, right? And uh, so, uh, but that causes people to be there. And then now you bring the resources in to go along with it, you know, and then we do a little research on the backside, you know, through uh, feedback forms and stuff to try to get a little bit of data. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
Very I like cool. it. I know that you know that that the go kart race that you, that you mentioned it was it, that was a blast. It was fun. It was a blast. I mean, <laughs> you talk about you know the, 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 the just mental state. You know, you're in there. You're about around a bunch of people that you do share a common bond with. Oh yes. Uh, and uh, and just the enthusiasm. You know, every every you know it, competition. competition. Competition brings out good and bad. It and does. your event brought out all good. Yeah. It was great all the way across the board. I loved every part of it. And, uh, you know, the, uh, Tim, uh, the co-founder of Project Roll Call, him and I walked out in the parking lot and said, you know, this guy and this event, this is something we got to plug into. It's, it's a lot of fun. But we were also honored to have uh, Dr. Pruitt from the VA there to give kind of a community welcome. <clears throat> Again, our partnership with the VA has been 11 years. When we first started, we were actually doing things at American Lake, put on a Christmas dinner. We called it Feast of Valor, right? You know, we would do Blankets for Hope, which was a homeless clothing drive. So always involved, and uh, you know when the, the VA DC you know central office said thou shalt have mental health summits in each region or visions as they call them, uh, we were the first you know partner to come step forward. We'd be glad to help. How can we help? Right. That's awesome. And uh, but that so Dr. Pruitt, uh, who leads the VA suicide prevention program in this entire region, right, was with us and. You know, he had his suicide prevention you know, coordinators there. And, you know, the thing that I heard from them afterwards, they go, that was community. That was. That was community. <laughs> you know, so he was very lit up. So, yeah. And that's what, you know, I, I'll step back and just say, as a Christian, right, you know, God says, has me saying, I, I can inspire other people. So my spiritual gift is an exhorter, right, to be able to lift people, encourage my analytical brain that I learned through military intelligence had me looking for solutions and things like that, you know, as a geek. And I, so I'm able to put those pieces together. And uh, so it, it's, I'm blessed, totally blessed. Uh, that, you know, I, I'm blessed to know you. Yeah, I, I think that, you. you know, I just, I, I really dig your passion for what you're doing. Uh, and uh, man, I'm just really looking forward to just conquering some, some, some mountains with you, just, you know, creating some space where we can get people plugged in and involved. You know, at the end of the day, right. you save one life. Absolutely. It was all worth it. Absolutely. It was all worth it. Yep. Um, so on that, I mean, in that, we, we've, we've covered so much uh, about who you guys are and what you do. So is there anything more that you'd like to discuss about the, the values or mission statement of, of your organization? I'd probably step back and say that we're not clinical. I mentioned that we'll partner with um, so a lot of people will hear the name suicide. You know, the National Alliance on Veteran Suicide says, ooh, you guys must be helping people that are in that 11th hour. No, no, no. We put that out to the professionals that are clinical. Correct. Where we are is at that second hour, right? Meaning well early, very proactive to where we can change that mindset and cause the issue to go away rather than, oh, here's a pill. Rather than, oh, we could put you in the intensive ward for a while and watch you. Right? <clears throat> so we're completely proactive instead of reactive. But if you hit our website, you'll see the crisis line right there. Right. And a program that we helped bring to the state of Washington, a VA asset out of, I think, North Carolina. Um, they, the VA has these centers of excellence. You know, like there's a PTS center of excellence, and there's the one out in, uh, I think, it's Charlotte, <clears throat> created this idea that, let's say uh, you and I were family. And, and you're the vet, and you're saying, I'm not going to that VA, and I'm your brother. And I'm sitting there going, I wish I could get right to the VA. I think it'd make a difference. And he's just so stubborn, right? Coaching into care 
There's a program, you'll see it right there on the left bar of our site, where the family members, and I was a brother, I could call and get coaching from a mental health professional to know how to get this stubborn guy connected to the VA. That's huge. So it could be the neighbor, it could be the brother, the mom, you know, and there's a lot of family members out there that I'll just say, uh, if someone's passed, the biggest thing is the regret that I didn't do enough. So this is a proactive way of getting involved. Whether you think your veteran has issues and problems or not, call them. They're part of the team and they will assist, right? And that's, that's community stepping forward, leveraging the federal government. Right. And that's the best thing that we could do. We're, yes. We the people, right? <laughs> we the people. We the people. And pegging me as the stubborn one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but you know, I, I'll touch on that for a second. You know, yeah. I, I did your guys's uh, your um, your Zoom meetings. Yeah, Operation Veteran Freedom and, Workshop. Yep. Right, and in that, you know, you you guys are personally challenging us to look past conflicts in our lives. Yes. And I had a major issue I discussed with you guys, mm -hmm. and and I balked at every solution you gave me. Right. I balked because I was that stubborn guy. And when I finished that course, I, you know, I couldn't get it out of my mind. And I thought we put the pebble in the shoe, it. didn't we? Right, you did. <laughs> you, you started the ripple effect. And I thought about it and thought about it. And uh, there was a situation that, that, I, that I discussed with you guys in that. Yep. And uh, uh, when that uh, all started to play out, I chose the higher ground. And uh, I, did, I did the right thing. And, and it's, I don't know that I would have chose that course had it not been yeah. have, you know, spending that time with you guys and going and having to look at it from the angle that you guys had me look at it yeah and and i thank you for that oh you're very very you welcome. and jan both that was uh yes that was that was a powerful moment for me and i mean i i, I know that i was meant to be there at that time right because uh, that could have turned a completely different direction and it was a positive outcome right. and yeah. that's that's what you're talking about exactly is is preventing an action before that action is even put into thought right Creating new possibilities, and then allowing people to see that their choices have impact. Right. Choice has cost to you and impact to those around you, right? right? And that's one of the things that we kind of brought forth, and you were able to see some of that and go, wow, that's expensive. And because you knew it was expensive, not just to you, more probably more to others, I'm right. thinking. And we're not they, talking financially. Not, no, right? yeah, we're no, talking, yeah, right. exactly, right. yeah, just, you know. Whether it's there cost, a cost. Yeah, relationship right. issue, I haven't right. seen them for 30 years, you know, those, right. all those kind of things, right? Uh, anyway, so Jan, the guy that leads it, Vietnam combat marine that survived a mass casualty event. He's 18 on the DNZ, you know, in, in Vietnam. A uh, hundred Marines went up on a hill and five came down. 95% right. casualty. So he has a context that he creates that's around that, which truly says he chose to be there. When he first came back, he was the victim. And he blamed the gunny sergeant, blamed the lieutenant, blamed himself, not being a good enough Marine. He learned all this, started in the 70s. Uh, it actually, uh, his PTS tremors went away. And he go, what the heck did they do to me? He then went back and learned how to teach it. it took him six years to learn, then 10 years of training. So guess what that lines up with? 2008, when I'm in this training in Seattle, I get to meet this Vietnam Marine named Jan, and uh, I took him out to lunch and started picking his brain, and then I got in uh, about nine months later into this self-expression leadership advanced program. I said, I'm gonna ask him to be my advisor. Mm -hmm. And what I learned is he likes teriyaki. 
So I figured when he was in town, I said, Jed, can I buy you lunch? Can I buy you teriyaki? So anyway, he's led to probably 40,000 people around the world. Wow. Presidents of nations, clearly presidents of major corporations, right? And they all have one of these, a human brain, right? right? <laughs> so I like to call the workshop, I don't know if you picked up on the name, I like to call it an operator's guide to your brain. So speaking in the military mindset, mm -hmm. we got that expensive piece of equipment. You don't touch it until you read the operator's guide. Right. And we don't get one for this. That's where our workshop fits in. Nice. Can't wait to tell you about the next one, though. I know. Um, yeah, I know that personally, I'm going to watch this whole video again because your acronyms. I mean, I, I love every one of them. Right. And, and I've missed a couple so far. And, and the other thing is, for all of you guys watching, I really want you to pay attention uh, to what, what uh, Rod's going to share with us next because he's going to tell you guys how to get plugged in to not only his organization, but to his events. And when you guys get plugged in, especially if you go to his online events or in-person events, or if you get the opportunity to meet Jan, he's a powerful guy. Just getting to meet him, will be, you'll be honored to do mm -hmm. so. And, and you guys can learn a lot. I know I did personally. So, Rod, can you share with us how to get involved? Absolutely. But before I do, I'm going to invite you back. And one of the cool things about the workshop is that you can do it multiple times. And it's kind of like peeling the onion. The way our brain works, it's like an onion. And it'll reveal more things. So with that, you know, the ability to be back and all of a sudden you'll hear something new. Right. Like you were talking about an acronym. We call them distinctions. They're conversations that guide you and, and cause some form of emotional or intellectual response. Right. So again, it's neuroscience. It's, it's a lot of fun. I did notice that several of the other people on the Zoom had gone through it multiple times. Yes. I think there were there were two or three of us that were first timers, yep. but there are a couple that said, yeah, we've done this five, six, seven times. Exactly. Yeah. I'm now at about 76. Wow. Because uh, in the next month after after the holidays, workshop number 81 and 82. First one was at the VA at American Lake, then military prisons, and then Washington State Department of Veteran Affairs for Alfie and her entire executive team. And, and COVID hit, <laughs> right? Anyway, um, what I'd ask is for you to visit na2evs.org. So that's the National Alliance to End Veteran Suicide. And there, the events page has a list of what's coming. And clearly what you'll see there is uh, Operation Veteran Freedom. And it'll take you off to where you can sign up. And we also, uh, it is a free workshop. It's not for free. Right? We get sponsorship to help. So you, as you get to that registration site, you may see a donate button. Not in the flow, but just over there, you know, if you could help. Um, and uh, one of the things I'm really excited about, we're, we're just re completing uh, this week and next a uh, pilot of something called Lifebook Military. And what Lifebook does is it helps you look at your life across 12 areas, finances and relationship and your character and then really look through and actually plan it. What do you see for a, first off, what's your belief, a premise, right? That you say, oh, I'm not, I can never make money as a financial belief. Well, that's not a good one. That's Let's good change one. that one for, I'm, I live in abundance and there's, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, so it has you do that and actually create all the way down to strategy. So you end up with this module that you've written your future. And you put these 12 together. So we've got, we're doing a pilot. I've got a, a retired uh, army major that's very Christian, very, you know, oh, I don't like that secular training. He's on fire. He's loving nice. it. He's already nice. saying, Rod, I got, I got a whole bunch of people to go on pilot number two. This is awesome. My wife and I are doing it. And as a military couple, we are closer together than we've ever been. So it is just absolutely 
the cat's meow. Oh, I'm excited to see this. <laughs> so, and I, I know that personally, uh, not only personally, but organizationally, we as Project Roll Call would love to uh, to help you with some events to, to, right. to raise money for this so that yeah. we, can, we can possibly sponsor that people would be, through this. That would be um, very cool. And, uh, you know, because not everybody has that. Correct. You know, those that do, yeah. that see the value in it, you know, they will participate and, right. and they will come in. And uh, I, I like the idea of having some kind of incentive for actually finishing the program. Yep, um, and accountability. Right, very much so. Bonus kind of thing. Yep. Um, so yeah, we should, uh, you know, off camera discuss uh, what, what right. we can do as an organization to help you as an organization, because I'd you. love to be involved in that. Thank you. And that's the word alliance. The National Alliance to End Better Suicide is not one org, it's many orgs working together. And one thing we offer through the workshops, you know, Operation Veteran Freedom is really, Jan donates his time. Often he donates his money when we travel to California to put it on or, you know, so as a charity, anything you can help with, you know, I can be, right, anyway, right, right. good stuff. But what we want to do and have everyone here, if you're an organizational leader, um, that workshop is for you. So we invite you to host it for your leadership. So that way you are able to have your team now be lit up with these distinctions. You want to talk about effectiveness and, and, and communication? I'll give an example. We led this at JBLM's prison several times, right? And we're, you know, we had a max of like 26 uh, in in the workshop, you know. But then there's the guards in the back with the M16s, right? And uh, it was kind of neat. And most people don't know that JBLM even has a prison, but we we were there and offered it. One of the distinctions that you know is you, mm -hmm. right? And uh, what we I, I went back like a month later to do a feedback session with the service members. And two things happened. One is uh, they, almost everybody kept saying, when can the guards go through this workshop? <laughs> right? It, it really talks about points of view and which ones are right, which ones are wrong. Right. Well, they're both, they're both possible views. Right. Why is one right and one, you know, so that came up. But then the other one, awesome. There was uh, a young service member that uh, he said, I, I, before you start, I got to tell you, Grandpa was a Vietnam Army vet. And grandpa just, you know, loved and loved to hunt. So the kids for Christmas, we got together and we bought, I don't, I'm not being a hunter. There's like a, uh, I'm going to call it a tent that you'd be in that's got a slit so you could hunt and it's camouflage. Yeah, a blind. A blind? Yes. Yeah. So they bought him one of those. Mm -hmm. He went in it, flashed back to Vietnam and he, and he said, before I started the workshop, grandpa was not going out at all. So now fast forward, you took me through this workshop. I had grandpa on the phone and had him drawing this and drawing that. And he goes, I'm excited to tell you that grandpa is in the blind. And he's hunting again. So that's what we do. One person at a time. Right? Just, isn't that cool? That is, that, it, it, and that is. It, it's is, it so, is so cool because it's, you know, somebody that's never suffered from um, an affliction like that has no idea how all-consuming it is. Totally. And when you live in, in, in your mind to that degree, escaping it is sometimes impossible. And, yeah. and you need some kind of assistance to get out that door. To get out of it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's much like in many of the conversations I've had um, with people that are working directly with uh, people suffering from suicidal ideations. They say that, you know, it's, it's not so much being with them every second of the day. It's sometimes just helping them through that night. Because it's uh, it's a momentary response, and in that moment they need assistance. Yep. And if we can get them the assistance in that moment and get them to see the next dawn, sometimes it'll pass. Yeah. 
if you can, when they're in trauma, you can do anything to stretch out time. This comes from the guy that was the Golden Gate Bridge, California Highway Patrol. He came on JBLM and talked, you know, a bit about, and he said that's what he would do. He would just find a way through conversation to extend time. Your brain starts to come back to normal chemistry. Right. And the reason that was causing you is no longer as critical, right? So that, that's a key. Right. Very cool. Um, it is. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just really excited that, that you came in here and met with us today because um, so many of the things I know that we, we've talked over the last couple of years about you know, getting together, having a cup of coffee, having a, you know, your schedule, my schedule. Right. It just really hasn't happened. So, you know, other than, you know, going to the events where you're focused on other stuff, um, you know, so it's, it's kind of funny that our first real sit down with each other is here. And I've learned so much um, personally sitting here and talking with you that I hope that, that the viewers will appreciate because I know that I'm going to leave here hungry for more conversation and, right. and more time with you because I think that, uh, that, that your mind is definitely sharp and your heart is in such a good right. place that you're the people I want to be surrounded by. Because in that, I think that, uh, that, that we'll be focused in a direction where we can invoke change. You got it. Thank you. So I'm honored, definitely honored. So at this point, right before I sign off, is there anything that else that you want to say or share? Yeah, I'd like to just, you know, say that first off, attend workshops, attend, you know, if we do a race to save and it's go-karts or it's a walk or whatever, you know, come be in community and kind of test the water. That's great. If you're already to the point where you're ready to step forward and learn more and want one of my, more of my time, I kind of like treat it like King Arthur. And what I do is I dub people volunteer champions for the National Alliance. So on our website, if you were to go to na2evs.org slash champions, um, there you'll have a form. It'll, it'll be a video that'll tell you a little bit about veteran suicide. It'll then ask to see if you're ready to help. And one of the important things, if you're a military member, is to take on your next mission. Because if you're not on the next mission, then you're in a spiral. So through the champions page, you fill out a little form, I set up a call with you. We walk through and we discover your why. What, what is it that motivates you? And then we create the plan. And, and that could be a race. It could be a new educational program. I'm all about yeses. Right. I look for yeses and then figure out how do we turn them into realities. So that's my call to the nation. Partner with us. Could be a business that says they're going to sponsor Lifebook Military. They're going to sponsor Operation Veteran Freedom. They're going to be able to help host it so that people get together. You know, I'd love to have, when Alfie was the director for the state of Washington, she was also the director of the 50 states. We didn't get to her soon enough before she retired. Uh, it would have been so cool to have all 50 state uh, governor-appointed directors of veteran affairs all together in that workshop. I know she would have done it. She right. just loved it, right? So anyway, I, I have big views big visions, right, from him. I like right? it. I to like take it. on ending veteran suicide. Some people say, well, why don't you just reduce it? No, not one should take their lives. Love it. You go back to where you started that. You know, you suggested that people get involved in workshops and do these things. I'll tell you, when I did your workshop, and, you know, complete transparency here, I did that to vet you. Sure. I didn't do that because <laughs> I thought I needed it. I didn't do it because I thought I wanted to spend my time there. I did it to vet you and your organization. And what I found is I did need it. And I found something in there that I applied, in my, applied into my life. And, and it, it made a very positive change in a direction I was heading. So even if cool. you don't think you need this, 
plug in and check it out, man, because, yeah. you know, if nothing else, you might find something there that you want to get involved in. Yeah. And then the second thing, we know now, everyone watching, that Jan's thing is teriyaki. Teriyaki, absolutely. What's yours? And <laughs> what's mine? Um, well, I'm not, not against it for sure. Sushi, maybe. Sushi? Sushi. So if I bring in some raw fish, I can spend some more I time. I wouldn't say you. raw, but <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Anyway, but yes. Uh, and last thing, Ray, I, I'd like just to, even though our name has S for suicide in it, uh, that was part of the reason for inventing Race to Save Veteran Lives. Race to Save doesn't say suicide. What you just kind of projected a moment ago is even if you don't think you need it, go. Right. That's kind of the S word scares a lot of people away. You, first off, need not be a veteran to make a difference. Right. Right. Uh, no one can do everything and everyone can do something. Correct. So step into the workshop. And if you think it's got to be for people that are weird or whacked out or whatever, go there for them the them that are in your lives. Go there for your brother that's having a problem. Go there, you know what I mean? And, and attend it, and then you'll bubble over to your brother. Right. And then the brother will be, well, where'd you get that from? Right. Can I get that? Right. Right? So that's the way to do it. Um, I totally agree. And, you know, I'm glad it's in your name because that's we have to get past that stigma. We have to get past, you know, I, we need to be able to look at each other as brothers, as sisters, as husbands, wives, fathers, daughters, sons, whatever we are. We need to be able to look at each other and say, Rod, I've noticed some changes in you lately. I've noticed that you seem to be struggling over here. Are you thinking about hurting yourself? Right. Got to ask the question. And you have to ask yeah. those difficult questions. Yeah. And so if people are tripping up on a simple word, how can we make a difference? Right. So we need to be able to say it. It needs to flow. I told you at the beginning, I have a tendency to say I'm a lot. I need to be able to say suicide as much as I say um in my yeah. presentations and That's my speech. Good job. Because in doing that, we'll get past it. We're going to get past it. Okay. Together, everyone achieves miracles. See, you caught me on that because I always thought it was more. And you get rid of the well, miracles. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So uh, that's that's really all we have for you this time, man. I really appreciate everybody coming into this inaugural, this first episode. Uh, we're really hoping to bring you a lot of really cool interviews and things. Uh, we plan on doing it monthly uh, in the beginning. Uh, this episode will be uh, uh, launching January 1st is our goal. Uh, and so uh, in that, if you watch it in February, you're going to think you were behind. So we're going to plug this. Uh, we're going to put the information out there. We want you guys to all get involved. Again, this is something that we want to do. Uh, and we want to share the message of your organization, uh, the messages on your minds. Uh, if you're an organization, if you're a person that knows of an organization, or you're just somebody that wants to make a difference, please reach out to us. Yes. You can find us online at Facebook, uh, Project Roll Call. You can find us Instagram, Project Roll Call, or at projectrollcall.org. Uh, let us know what you thought of this. Let us know what you'd like to see different in the future. And let us know if you'd like to come sit down and talk with us. Sit down, a bunch of group of us, have some sushi, sushi. Jan in, get some teriyaki, teriyaki as well. Mix great. it all up and make a difference. That would be great. Um, so anyway, until next time, I want you guys all to realize each and every one of you matter. Okay, yes. know that, and let's let's do something about these stigmas that, that that surround the things that prevent us from being good, kind, and loving each other. You got it. All right, we'll see and, you guys. And on God bless America. Line. Thank you so much. God Thank bless you, America. Absolutely. I salute you. All right, thank you. Man. Thank you.